Welcome to Married and Having Fun. We're your hosts, Kathy and JC. Kathy here. I'm 46. I've been married for 25 years to my main squeeze. I'm JC. I'm 33, married to an awesome pastor of six years. It's my second marriage. We have seven kids between our awesome families. On this podcast, we will share all the ups, downs, and emotions around marriage and all the things in between. If you know what I mean. Sit back, laugh, cry, and enjoy. This is Mary and having fun. Welcome. This is JC. I am so excited. I am interviewing some of my favorite people in the world today. Um, Kathy is missing, but I want to welcome Wes and Jen McMurray to the show. Hey. Hey. Thanks, JC. So glad to be on. (laughs) I um, just adore you guys. I always tell Ian... um, Whenever we see y'all out, and this, I, I look, I don't know if this is true because I don't live with you or anything, but um, you guys always have a smile on your face. You're always so loving, and like, we're just like, we want to be like Wes and Jen. <laughs> oh, we want to be like you guys. We love you guys. Um, so I, I, I definitely think it's always important to have like encouraging married couple friends around you. So you guys are definitely that for us. Um, I'm trying to get together the words on how we met. Because it, like, it just, it was something, it was just beautiful. I remember it. I I was reflecting on it this morning, actually. It was really neat. I showed up at this prayer meeting. And and it wasn't like there were a whole lot of people there. It was like a community prayer meeting. And then Ian was there. I don't think you were there initially. Yeah. But Ian was there, and we were sitting close to each other. And there was some point where he broke us up into groups. So Ian and I prayed together. Which, reflecting on it back now, I think, what a sweet way. Like, the first thing I really learned about him was his heart and prayer. Yeah. And uh, and the same for me. And then I think you showed up uh, at some point, and then uh, we met, and I got your your card. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, we got to get together with them. And I can't remember how we reached out after that. Well, you came home, and you were like, I met this really cool couple, and we should have them over for dinner. Yeah. And then so we just reached out and you guys came people say that all the time they're like oh yeah let's get together and have dinner and then you guys made it so easy you're just like come over to our house we'll cook we'll you know bring the kids and it was good and then we talked and it was immediately like the high school connection yes we just like loving high school girls ministry yes and i could tell you loved it and then we were like Let's partner together yeah. and do these Bible studies. So Jen and I have been doing a high school girls Bible study every week at Chick-fil-A. Well, since before the pandemic, I guess. We met on Zoom. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it on Zoom and we take a break in the summers, but it's just so beautiful to pour into these girls' lives and watch them grow their relationship with God and Go out into the world. Mm-hmm. High school is such a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You need some uh, mentors during that time, too. Yes, yes you so- do. <laughs> <laughs> some of the things we hear, I'm like, oh. Okay. And we've done slumber parties. Yes. And you've oh. retreats that have been so good. Yes. We've had a really great time over the last few yes. years. Yeah. Um, so, you guys have been married for 18 years. Yep. Yes. Wow. Yes. Tell me about your wedding day. The wedding day? Yeah. Oh, man. 
again, it was it was so exciting. Um, you had we had all of our friends in town. I could tell from my perspective, it was really funny. Jennifer, Jennifer's family was very involved in the church, mm -hmm. and her family is very involved in the community. So there's a lot of people that knew, and the church was pretty good size. So a lot of people knew her family. And then she had so many really close friends, so... I was in all of their weddings. Aww. You know, I was like the last one to get married. How many bridesmaids did We you had have? like 10 or 11. Wow. And I didn't have 10 <laughs> or 11 friends, so I was calling people out of the woodwork. Um, but it was super exciting. I just remember there being just, there was so many people, and it's like, you know, you know the people, and you realize these are the people that helped shape you to be who you are, and just was just so much joy. I love the wedding was super Our fun. wedding was great. I mean, to have our friends sing songs and, you know, lead worship in the wedding and then you had, like, How Great Thou Art Aww. and yeah. by John Emmert. <laughs> then, <laughs> um, and then just, you know, the excitement, having friends and family there. Did you guys and we serve were, communion at your wedding? We didn't. Okay. We didn't do communion. We did the lighting of the candle. The, the unity, unity candle. candle. We did unity Aww. candle. I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, we had, we had a slideshow in the beginning of like pictures of us dating. So we had dated two years like long distance. Okay. So for us getting married was super exciting because we weren't going to have to be long distance anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that That's slideshow awesome. was like, we got to pick the music for it and... <laughs> you know, all the, the cake, you know, all the stuff that you just planned for. Yeah. Did you cry? I think I did. But it was super joyful cry. I mean, but it just seeing the doors open. Yeah. Even now as a pastor standing with the groom, a lot of times I'm watching his reaction. Yeah. And it's just I pure gold. I love weddings. Like, it just always takes you back to the union and, like, making that commitment and... Just, I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. Covenant. Yes. Covenant. Um, and, but that's a great question because, like, I haven't thought about our wedding. I think about it daily. Aww. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Right. Okay. You've never I am looking at pictures. Like, I can see pictures. I, yeah, I'm wall, looking but... at your pictures and I'm like, it's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing I regret is not having it videoed. I'm like, I really wish, because that, that was a big thing at that time, but I was like, I'm not spending the money on that. But now I'm like, I wish I would have. So, However, we've got a video. Yeah. And I don't think we've ever watched it. Ooh. We might should. Yes. Yeah, yeah we probably should. Maybe at 20. The boys have not seen it. <laughs> the boys should probably see it. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, you guys have three boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three boys. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so... You guys have been mentioned on the podcast before. Um, you have this thing that I just love that you do. And I was like, this is a wonderful idea. Ian and I are going to start next Yay. month. Um, your A to Z dating. Yes. yes. Tell yes. us about that. We have done it for a long time off and on. Yeah, probably since right at the beginning of our marriage. Yeah, I mean, it was so long ago that like, like, so long ago, for A, we went to, like, Applebee's. <laughs> yeah, I took you to American Eagle, and we got amaretto-flavored coffee. I remember yes, that. that was, like, probably the yeah. first one. And I was yeah. like, I love this. This is great. It's not a rich
original with us. I don't know where we heard about the idea, but lots yeah. of people do it. And um, essentially, you just you pick you know the letter in the alphabet, and then everything that you do is supposed to be around that letter. So. Yeah, and then you take turns, right? Yes. So one person does A, the next person does B. Yes. Yeah, right. I love it. Yeah. So I can tell you how we got started back here when we, since we lived here. Okay. Um, we went were. You know, like everyone knows, go out on dates, go out on dates. Yeah. And so, but we were not doing the alphabet dating. Mm -hmm. And this was like right after the Super Bowl a few years ago. And we went out to dinner and we didn't have a plan. Yeah. And it was super frustrating mm -hmm. because we were like, where do we go? What sounds good? I don't know. What do you want to do? And one place, you know, that we wanted to go to, like, we didn't have a reservation. So it was like we were just looking at each other, like thinking, "Why are we doing this? Yeah. Like this is we feel frustrated." Mm -hmm. And so after that, we were like, "We need to pick back up the alphabet dating." Yeah. And as soon as we did, I mean, it was amazing because you know when he plans it, uh, he puts he's better at it. Yeah. You are better at it than I am. Thing. Way better. No. But you go all out creative, and the thing about it is, it doesn't. It, it's based on your budget. Like, if you yeah. want to stay at home or if you want to just go on Netflix and say, hey, what movie starts with A? Yeah. Then you're doing something that you're picking something you wouldn't normally pick. Yeah. Or you have a, you have a plan. Yeah. Um, or you could make something, you know, that starts with A. Mm -hmm. um, you could have apples and almond butter. That doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> but you just, you get to yeah. have a plan, I think. Yeah. It gives you a box to work in and yes. then like you can be creative and I yes. love it. Yeah. Yes. It's helped I us with like intentionality it. and creativity. Mm. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So, um, one of the main reasons that I wanted to interview you guys today is because Jen and I, we catch up and we talk a lot. And so she's always telling me like all these little nuggets and, um, Jen, I love, I love your spirit because you're always like trying to learn more and grasp more and you're like oh that's good and like you take in life and you're like how can I apply this to myself and I'm that way too so um and you... that's why I love you <laughs> <laughs> I do because I learn from you I yeah. mean I there is so much to learn and there is grow. life is so exciting and beautiful it really really yeah. is um and so Wes is a pastor and so um, Jen was telling me, she's like, you have got to hear Wes's sermon on the family. And, and God, it's just like, it's so beautiful. The way you describe things, I'm always like, yes, I need to know. Right now. <laughs> yes. Makes it exciting. Yeah, she does. Um, and so Wes, you've been teaching on Psalms 128. Mm -hmm. um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and how that came about? Yeah, so I'm preaching through a series of Psalms. Okay. Uh, the Psalms of Ascent, and the Psalms of Ascent show up from like 120 to 134, and they each have, at the beginning, they just call the Psalms of Ascent, Okay. and the reason why, so I never really intended to preach on the family, it just happened to show up in a couple of the Psalms, okay. uh, and specifically Psalm 128, but the Psalms of Ascent are songs that they that the Jewish people would have sung on, on their way to Israel or, or to Jerusalem mm -hmm. uh, for the three major festivals, uh, feasts, and um, this was kind of their travel songbook. Okay. And so what inspired me to preach on that was just coming 
out of a season of quarantine, or I thought we were coming out of the season of quarantine. Right. But it just felt like we were on a different kind of journey, mm -hmm. a different kind of, and uh, I don't know, different landscape. And so I thought, well, the Psalms of Scent have all these beautiful themes that help us through a strange journey where you don't feel quite at home uh, and you're just traveling through. And so, yeah, so Psalm 128 showed up and well, and Psalm 127 before it both happened to be quite a bit about the family. So Wow. Yeah. So um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to read verses 1 and 2 here and then um, you can break it down for us. Mm -hmm. So Psalms 128. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. Yeah, so the way that, you know, the way this psalm kind of goes about is it focuses on these relationships, really key relationships. And so the first one is the relationship with the Lord. When it says, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, this word blessed means happy. And uh, so often, I mean, it was my in my own life, I've, I mean, I grew up in church, but in my mind, I think I had this view of God that happiness would be found away from him, that he was kind of a killjoy, mm. um, that I would have more fun, more happiness uh, away from him. And the Psalms keep going back to this in all of our scripture, but um, blessed is everyone who fears the Lord and walks in his ways. And so ultimately, if I'm going to be happy, uh, my happiness will be found in the relationship with him. And really fear, fear sounds strange to people because they're like, well, I can be happy and fearful of something um, but it really means to be in awe of him. Just mm. you, just in awe, and primarily for me, part of that is how big he is. But most of it now is just how much he shows love to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm in awe of his love. So happy is everyone who is in awe of the Lord and walks in his way. So for me to be a blessing to my family and blessing to the community. Um, and ultimately even to the world, then it starts with this relationship with the Lord. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Um, so verse 3, Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Behold, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. Yes, I love these descriptions. There's great imagery yeah. here. You get the wife, like a fruitful vine, and then you get your children, like olive shoots around your table. And so it's got this ripple effect. Again, if you start with your relationship with the Lord, uh, after your relationship with the Lord, it then moves into your those close relationships and your spouse and your, and your children. And what it's describing here is that the man who walks with the Lord or the person who walks with the Lord will be a blessing, will be blessed, but then also be a blessing to those that uh, they're, they're around. And then that will cause those people to flourish. The wife described as a, a vine, a fruitful vine, means that she's flourishing because of the way the husband's walking with the Lord and loving his family. And then this description of the, the children, like olive shoots around your table. I, I just think it's such a beautiful image. Yeah. The table, even dinner time, just a reminder, you know, the kids gather around the table and that image of them growing. And I'd, when I'd studied this, I'd kind of forgotten. You've been to Israel, but um, olive trees are super, I mean, they, they live so long, but yeah. they also produce fruit in a really long way. Yeah. But it takes years for them to get there. 
And I thought, well, what a neat image of children that years of pouring into and cultivating, but then after that, it doesn't take much work, and they still keep producing yeah. uh, for years and years and generations to come. So, um, You know, I think sometimes the phrase, this particular phrase has been made into such a cliche. Like, when you ask people... Um, uh, what made your marriage last so long or something, you know, and people say, oh, you know, always put God first or, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like it's kind of turned into a cliche, but it is so true. Yeah. Like when God is in the middle, when he's mm -hmm. first, everything can flourish from yes. that. Mm -hmm. It falls so. in order. Uh, yeah. That's a great way to say yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I always like to say that my marriage, it only works because we have God. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, where do we leave off? At four? We're at verse five. five. Okay. So five, the Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. And number six, may you see your children's children peace be upon Israel. Yes, yeah, so I love, again, I, I like this ripple effect imagery of your right relationship with God, then right relationship in your home with your spouse and with your children, but then it keeps going out from there and it says the prosperity of the city. It's going to be good for your community. Mm. Uh, when you are walking with the Lord, it affects every other relationship and relationships are the key. Uh, when you think about what sin is, sin is a break in relationship, break relationship with God, but then it also breaks relationships horizontally. And so this redemption is restoring those broken relationships. So right relationship with God, right relationship with your spouse and children, and then even in your community. And your community will be blessed. You'll see the prosperity of the city, and um, and it keeps going even longer. And I, I love it um, that it looks like such a small thing, Mm -hmm. Like, family seems, like, mundane. Yeah. Like, is anything big happening? Yeah. And I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you were to take, like, an acorn and, like, a piece of concrete, the concrete could easily smash the acorn. Mm -hmm. But in the right context, an acorn could fall on the ground and begin to grow and bust through the concrete. Mm. And I think that's the way family, family seems like, is anything big happening? But a family that's in Christ, that is walking and loving in the way that it's designed to be, does uh, it produces fruit in a beautiful way, and it brings good to all around, even the community and the and the, the city and the prosperity of the of the whole area. So, I think it's a beautiful song. It is. You know? So let's you know. I think that when you're in the day-to-day -day and, um, you know, I feel like the world has slowed down now since yeah. um, we're all, like, in quarantine and all of that. But, like, when you're living out your day-to-day -day routines and going to work and the kids are going to school and you have all these things to do and, you know, all these places to go, um, I think sometimes we can lose sight yeah. of what we're living for, right. why we've been placed mm -hmm. here. And so what would be your advice to just that family that maybe they've lost sight of putting God first or, yeah. you know, how how could they find their way back? What What's some yeah. steps to, to that? Well, yeah, I'll let Jennifer speak to this because I think for our family, she structured a rhythm that helped us. And I would say that's big. You use the word routine, and mm -hmm. I think 
those rhythms and routines are going to be in all of our lives, uh, and how we intentionally structure those rhythms and routines is important. So maybe you want to share a little bit about. Yeah, I think I, I think it is not as hard as we think it is. It's little things, but like just during quarantine, we've just like opened up the Bible at the table. Mm. Like after dinner, we come into the table and um, we just take turns. We let them find it in the Bible, which, you know, our youngest couldn't find it. He's still learning. <laughs> but, you know, you're, you're teaching them where to find it. And then even when they've had friends over. Mm. And what I have noticed is that the Bible is not boring, and these kids love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One kid even said, I wish my family did this. Aww. And it was precious. I mean, and it, it's nothing special about us to do that. Like, it, it's nothing hard. It's nothing, you know, it's just. Yeah. It's, it's not like prep work. We're just no. working up the scripture and reading it and talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then um, another thing, I've just felt, you know, convicted lately because you know with the youngest seems like they fall behind a little bit but Mm -hmm. I'm just like does he know the books of the Bible like and I used to do songs with the other ones and so it's just kind of got me back thinking of like okay now's the time (laughs) like if we're in the car Mm -hmm. which we're not that much anymore but today we were in the car together and just singing songs with him like the books of the Bible just Little, you know, just little things. Praying every night before they go to bed. Letting them pray. Um, I see other friends, you know, teaching their kids about giving. um, And I get spurred on by what, you know, other people do. Other Christian families are doing. So I think we should talk about it. And be like, what are you doing? And, you know, get ideas from each other and keep spurring each other on. Yeah. How do you feel like, you know, say for the family who... Maybe you're in a rut and you've been you you've been messing up. Your kids have seen like the not so great side of you. <laughs> right. Well, that, that's all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you're, if you're like, gosh, I've blown it so much. How do we get back on board? Um, I think again, just there are already so many rhythms in in place in every family. Whether it's you know we're gonna eat a meal or just just the day to day stuff. And so Deuteronomy, I love the passage of Deuteronomy 6 where it talks about loving the Lord your God with all your heart, Mm. mind, soul, strength. But then it it talks about teaching your children and teaching them when you sit down and when you rise up. Mm. Just basically as you're going, it's not like you're sitting down to have like, okay, everybody listen to the sermon tonight (laughs) or whatever. It's just this drip method that's showing up. And so, you know, it might be something simple like putting the Bible at your dinner table and, and reading a psalm before mm-hmm. and you don't have to do anything but read the scripture and the scripture will speak and you might talk about it a little bit but just in including those kind of rhythms I think is important I had a friend challenge me when I turned 40 he said he goes um, what would it look like if you started every day as a 40 year old first thing is your, your knees hit the hit the ground in prayer that's your posture. Yeah. And it's just been a good rhythm for me. And no particular moment does it feel like something huge is taking place, but it's been a good posture and rhythm for me just to start out the day and say, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to submit to the Lord today. I like yeah. yeah. And as far as messing up goes, I mean, I mess up every day. So I just, a friend told me one time, just like, 
I, you know, if you just go to your kids and say you're sorry yeah. and mm-hmm. admit. That makes such a big yeah. difference. They understand that. Yes. And they can identify with that. And I think that it also carries within them, you know, to watch out for when they mess up and to say, you know what, that wasn't right. Let me go back and make that right. Mm-hmm. Because they've had that example. Yes. So, yeah. So I did that this morning. <laughs> from, <laughs> you know, it just, it's just, con- it's constant, but mm-hmm. you just. Repentance is everything. It is. It's daily. It's all the time. And, you know, we don't want to cover up our sin. We don't want to hide it. We don't want to make excuses. Mm -hmm. And just to repent, get it out there, and say you're sorry. Well, we want to, we always say, you know, we want them to know we, we all need a Savior. So we've never been interested in raising Pharisees or like little (laughs) do gooders as much as that. I need Jesus, Jennifer needs Jesus, and our boys need Jesus, and yeah. everybody that you see does. So none of us are 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 doing, you know, knocking it out of the park with this thing. Yeah. So <laughs> we're broken and we need, we need a Savior. So, yes. You know. Well, um, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. This was, this was awesome. Um, I always close the show with a quote. I don't have one today. Not prepared. <laughs> So here's the quote. You can give the quote, and then Jen, do you want to pray? Sure. All right. All right. Sure, you got it. <laughs> so, and you can use the quote if you want. So. Okay. Uh, it's, and I'm, how about I don't butcher it? Um, how, how does it say? Elections, elections have consequences, families have more. Ooh. Kevin DeYoung. Like Kevin that. DeYoung, yeah. elections have consequences. Families have more. Yeah. Like wow. During a political time, it's good yeah. to remember yeah. your family has a huge impact. Yes. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. We need to focus more on our families. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, let's pray. <laughs> Dear Jesus, we just thank you. We praise you. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your salvation, and just your ways and thoughts that are so much higher than ours. And God, we thank you that you have this high, glorious plan and thought for family. And God, when the days are hard and it it just seems like what is going on, is anything good going to happen? From all this, that, Lord, we will trust in you and trust in your ways. And, Lord, that our families will be blessed and that we will fear you, be in awe of you, and do do things and and put you first, God. Um, we, just, we just thank you. We worship you. And um, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. If you liked today's episode... Hit the like and subscribe button. You can find us on Instagram at Married and Having Fun. We'll be sharing cute photos of our husbands and all the things about marriage. Till next time, keep keep having having fun. fun.